listen, I, yeah, got nothing. Let's talk about it on Wisconsin. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Badger fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Badgers. I am your host through the good and the and the bad on Locked On Badgers. We got Justin Rajiv today. Uh, today's episode brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Lockdown College for twenty dollars off your first purchase. All right, let's bring Justin. Let's bring Rajiv in, um, guys. We know what we're here for. This is the therapy session, talking about the loss to Washington State. Hey, Doc, I need to talk about it. My head is going to explode. What the heck just happened? It's the therapy session on Locked On Badgers. Seems incredibly fitting for this game. Yeah. All right. I want to start. We want to get to a lot of your comments, as always, so we can kind of chop it up as a community. I want to start here, though. Kick it around the horn. Go big takeaways. Um, Let's see. Let's, Rajiv, let's start with you. Let's go big takeaway. It's rough, man. That's really rough. Look, I mean, we, this was a game about our lack of execution in all facets except special teams um you know again we had issues with tackling cam ward simply outplayed us i also think we got out coached in the first half pretty handily i I absolutely think that we our game plan was not effective and was not ready um then third quarter came around and if we play like we did in the third quarter we can still have a very successful season but it has to be like the third quarter the game was very rough, and when we came back and we had the momentum and we were doing a lot of good things, and then came the turnover, which completely changed the momentum. Obviously, they go down there, we give up a touchdown, and then at that point, the game's over. Um, there are a few bright spots, and I want to take my little time at the beginning to just talk about a couple of those right off the bat. First of all, Nathaniel Vakos, great job. We have a kicker who can go out there and kick it from 49 with room to spare. So great job there. Um, and I think in the third quarter, our heart was there. Our effort was there. Mordecai threw the ball very nicely in the third quarter. Um, so there were some bright spots. But in the end, honestly, my big takeaway is this is not good enough. Like Mordecai not being able to throw deep balls properly and, and get these guys open is not good enough. Our defense not being able to contain and tackle Cam Ward was not good enough. Our ability to cover their receivers and, and secondary mistakes not good enough. All in all, a very disappointing game. Yes, I said we were okay last week. And could we still be okay in the Big Ten? Yes. But this is not okay. Like we, we, we had an opportunity to win this game and we laid an egg and it's simply not good enough. And that's where I'm at with this. And I still believe in our team and I still believe what we're going to do. This is, a, this is a bad loss and a very disappointing way to start our season. Yeah, you know, my takeaway from this game watching it was we are not as far into the the rebuild as what we expected. This this roster is not as good as what we thought it was. The defense clearly does not the personnel does not fit what they want to do defensively, and we're struggling to find what is the appropriate setup to work with. Uh we had zero pass rush to begin the game. We had guys there were a couple of plays where we had guys who legitimately had an open shot on ward who it just didn't look like the intensity was there to take him down where if it was Herbig chasing him down, I in a heartbeat would have said it's a sack. Um, But yeah, I I know Peterson missed one that it it just looked like he just has, he kind of mailed it in 
And there was another one on there out there that I saw in the first half. It was like, come on, guys, you have to take him out. I think it was Cheney when he was chasing him, and he ended up having a, a big run because he took a terrible angle on it. Um, but the big takeaway I had was we have a bunch of corners that are used to playing zone coverage and are just not very good in, in man-to-man coverage. We we kind of are getting abused a little bit with those guys kind of learning on the fly, and it's showing. Um, Mordecai, he got better as the game went on, was not good to start. I, it's it's really hard for me to take too much away from this game with him. He wasn't bad. Again, like you look at statistically, he averaged seven yards an attempt. That's not a bad day at the office. But we need to be more productive with what we're doing. We need to score more points. We need to we need to hit these guys on plays. Now, we had a lot of plays that were there that we missed on. Like it's it's kind of heartbreaking when you think of how many fade routes we had that were we had the advantage and we just couldn't hit it. But fade routes are not high percentage plays. Like you want to be working across the middle, you want to be finding guys that are easier to play. The the rough part about this is the fact that in my opinion the roster is not where it needs to be for us to be a truly good team this year. Like we can be solid. Like this could be an eight and four, potentially nine and three team. But if we want to be 10 wins plus, I I'm not sure that we have the personnel right now to be as good enough defensively and to be able to impose our will offensively is what we'd like to be. And we will get better as the season goes on, but I'm not comfortable saying that this team is, the roster is not as talented as we thought it was. I have so much I want to say. Um, I'm going to try to condense it down to a few thoughts. Because, again, I want – and we talked pre-show, the three of us. We kind of want this to be about your venting session, right, the community. So we're going to kind of work this first segment. Then we're going to turn it over to the community and just talk about your comments. The couple things I would say that I think are pressing in my head is the first half, I agree with Rasheed, we were outcoached. There were, there were plays where defensively we just weren't even lined up. Like, it, I mean, we looked like we didn't – we weren't prepared mentally to be locked into the game. That's inexcusable. You can't go on the road against a team in, in a season with this much hype and, and look like you're not alignment sure, right? We were running people on off the field, getting useless penalties. We burned a timeout for no reason. That By the way, that timeout's a big deal in the second half. So it, it felt like the, from a coaching standpoint, we weren't quite prepared for this moment, and that's that's not a great sign. The other thing I would say, though, I I struggle a little bit to see the, the great surprise here. Like – I, I don't think people should be surprised our pass rush. We struggled to tackle Cam Ward. We, we've talked about it. We don't have the athleticism in the front seven. You know, like to me, that wasn't a huge surprise. It, losing this game wasn't a huge surprise to me. And I'm not trying to pat myself on the back because I would much rather be wrong and win the game. But if you go on the road against a, a team with a decent quarterback and you turn the ball over three times and they don't turn it over, you're going to lose that game. And it doesn't mean it's the end of the year. Like that's the other thing, the, the last thing I'd hit home right here. The big difference hasn't started, and for all we all thought that this was a team that was going to lose a couple games. You lose one now, and the Big Ten West schedule is weak. I'm not trying to put lipstick on a pig here, but there's a long way to go here. I would hesitate jumping off the bandwagon too quickly. I, I really would, and it, that's partially a reflection of the the schedule that we play from here on out. Right? It's not good. Well, I wholeheartedly agree with that. the The Big Ten West is a joke. Like it, we after this game, I take my takeaway from this is I was the front runner. For the West, but everybody else is beatable. Like there's, there's nobody in the West that is significantly better than us, or is, or is even better than us. 
it there has been a lot of bad football played in the for the Big Ten West so far this season. And I think from a talent standpoint that you can look at individual pieces at, at the very least and say Wisconsin's probably right there, even though I'd say we're behind Iowa because Iowa's actually performing. They're getting done and doing what they need to. Wisconsin is not performing right now. Yeah, I want to hit a couple of these comments quick. Um, Nezda says copium. I don't think it's copium, right? Like, I thought we were going to – I literally yeah. thought we were going to lose this, this game. I picked us to lose this yeah. game. The like, fan base is way over the top with what the expectations I, were for this team. This is what I, I was. I was a little bit. Of I mean, I thought this is literally what I thought would happen. And I said before the show, if we lose the game, it's not a huge. Like, I shouldn't say it's not a huge deal. It is a huge deal. I mean, but, I, I certainly, I certainly did not expect. I, I didn't expect us to win, lose this game, and I didn't expect us. More importantly than the loss, I didn't expect us to play this poorly. That's the thing about. Like, if we were gonna, if we were gonna lose against Washington State. That's fine. That's not fine, but that's how it happens sometimes. But when you do it so poorly and you turn the ball over three times, and I said it before the game and the playback, I said it on the reaction show last week, we have to stop turning the ball over. That's ridiculous. We can't have three turnovers. We can't have a minus three turnover margin. You will lose every game you play with a minus three turnover margin. It is unacceptable, and it has to stop. I want. I brought this – comment up because looking at it you know greg i honestly i disagree i feel like and this was actually talked about when we were on the uh the live cast i told everyone flat out i thought it was actually a good opportunity because we stole momentum from them and i thought it was a good this is as good as it was going to get from an opportunity to go for two where we felt like we had washington state on their heels i don't agree with the play call that we had in that situation but i i honestly do feel like it was the best opportunity to go for that yeah, I, I agree with going for two there as well. Um, sometimes you just got to execute. And by the way, sometimes you got to get Washington State credit too, right? They have 11 guys on that side of the ball on scholarship trying to make plays as well. It's, I mean, it is what it is. We got to take a quick break here. We're going to come back with more com- a bunch more comments, get into it. Is it time for Locke? Uh, is Fickle in over his head? Were we just overhyping this team? Like, we're going to get into all of that next on Lockdown Badgers. But first, a quick break for our friends of the show over at Nutrafol. You know, and this is something that, Again, sometimes I wear hats because I got a little bit of this widow's peak going. Um, you don't have to choose between with, – with Nutrafol, you don't have to choose between hair growth and your health. Nutrafol provides a whole body health approach uh, that promotes healthier hair. No drugs, no compromises, just better hair. Men always think losing hair is inevitable. Like you can't fight it. You can. Take control of your hair's future growth with Nutrafol science-backed hair growth supplement for men. The number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, visible scalp coverage. Go to Nutrafol.com slash men. Take their hair health wellness quiz. Identify causes of your thinning hair. And Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair health through whole body wellness. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men. Enter the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair, Nutrafol.com slash men. That is N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com slash men. Enter promo code LockdownCollege, Nutrafol.com slash men, promo code LockdownCollege. All right, let's get back to this. Um, listen, this is a therapy session. We're here, win or lose, right? Every game, we face the music. Um, Rajiv, I'm turning over the comment section to you. Yeah, so I wanted to start with this one. Um, Greg Litzkam says our offensive line was terrible in the first half. I think we need to talk about Jack Nelson a little bit. I'm going to let Justin take this a little bit because we um, we saw a not-so-good situation up front. Yeah, he was absolutely abused. Actually, the, I would say the rest of the line was actually pretty solid. Pass, pass protection, for the most part, was okay. 
but Jack Nelson was a, a turnstile. He was terrible in this game. And he every time we had pressure on Mordecai, it was it was consistently coming from him. So the issue in this was him. He's got to step up his, his play. He was a major problem in this game and was a big part of why we failed to have consistent play. He was just – he got abused by a speed rusher, and he didn't, like, get better as the game went on at all. So, I mean, even late in the game, like, when we still had Mordecai ma- started making plays, he still had – you know, Nelson getting shoved in his lap and stuff like that when it was happening. And it's like, this is brutal. Like, this is a guy that there were people on the in the message boards talking about him as a first round pick. And I, I wasn't on board with that because I'm like, his play hasn't dictated that. Well, he's got all the physical tools in the world. He is not playing remotely to that level. He's not playing to a draftable prospect right now based off of how this game went. He's got to be significantly better. And right now he just looks soft. Like, he's got to be better than this if they're going to be. You have way too talented to have a game like this against a player who is – he may be a fringe NFL guy. You know, whether he is or not, it doesn't matter. You need to be better than this. Your goal is to stand up against the guys who are Michigan studs and and Ohio State studs if you're looking to be an NFL guy. Yeah, two quick things with me on Nelson. The first one is this is terrible film. This is as bad as you can play. Um, he cost us the game in, in mm-hmm. many ways. He short-circuited yep. two drives. That's inexcusable. We lose by nine, and one of the touchdowns is caused by him. But, but the other thing I would say is um, this is also on Longo and Bicknell, right? If mm-hmm. he had been beaten three times off the edge before the strip sack touchdown, and they kept leaving him on an island against a guy that was absolutely cooking him, at some mm-hmm. point – you make the adjustment before disaster strikes. They did not, and they paid the price. I thought there was a little arrogance there from the coaching staff to not adjust earlier. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with what these guys have said completely. I just think that he, going into the season, he was the line. He was the guy on the line that we expected to do the best, and it's just – it's not it's not so good. John K says 10-2 and two is best-case scenario, but highly unlikely, unfortunately. Where are you guys at right now as far as the rest of the season? I Like, here's the thing. Like, I – this partially stems from the fact that I thought we'd lose this game, but I have this baked into my 10 and two. This listen, this game isn't there's there's coaches out there that'll say you're never as bad or as good as your film is, right? A loss, as much as it stings, it's not ever as bad as you think it is. This was a game on the road that we quite frankly could have won. We had three turnovers. Um, like we blew it the game. Like we I, I hate saying that to make excuses, but this doesn't change my trajectory. The West sucks. Let's just be honest, y'all. And we're still more talented than most of the West. I still think we're going to lose at Ohio State, but I don't think 10-2 is crazy. I really don't. And at the end of the day, you have to think about this. Like, we all knew there was one non-conference game we were worried about. It was this game. And there are a couple conference games we're worried about that that, that we're obviously going to come up to. It's going to be challenging to go 10-2, yes. But this – if you said 10-2, you probably said this was a loss. Or maybe it was Iowa. Who knows? But – it's not completely out of this, out of the, out of the realm possibly that we get ten and two. I'm still feeling okay about it too. I'm not saying we're okay in general because we have more problems, but we did see improvement in that third quarter. If you want to take a positive spin, you have to look at the third quarter and understand that when we were pushing the ball, that that turnover, that fumble that wasn't a fumble was a fumble. I we didn't see the best angle. I don't know if anyone else saw, saw something different, but that's tough. If that doesn't happen, or if the safety was a safety, I know it probably should have been at the half yard line. Those two plays basically win us, win us the game in a sense. So I think there's a lot of that too, but I'm still I'm still okay saying that 10-2 is a, a strong possibility. Yeah, I mean, I the way I look at this, and I think this is the issue with fans, they're, they want to see the finished product right up front. And I I don't 
that's just not what this is. Like this team is going to grow as this season goes on. It's not clicking. It's very obvious it's not clicking right now. And people need to understand that. You're going to get another week against Georgia Southern where you get an opportunity to get a little bit better. And the goal is, is incrementally just to continue to make take steps as this season goes on. Now, we know that this is not a playoff team, so it doesn't really matter what the schedule is, but you want to be playing good football and look like a quality team by the end of the season. I think that this team still has that that as a possibility. I don't think that there's anyone you look at their schedule other than Ohio State that you say they're going to be so physically talented that we're probably, we're probably not going to win that game. Like Iowa can't score more than 13 points on offense. So what exactly – who exactly are you expecting them to, you know, to be a huge problem? If they play good football, they have a chance against everybody, but they have to play good football. This team has to grow. It has to get better as the season goes on. And they have to prove that they're, you know, taking the necessary steps to grow together as a team. There's a culture change that needs to happen as this goes on. And that's exactly what's happening right before our eyes right now. Two brand new schemes that are completely different than anything we played. And I, I think the biggest thing to me is looking at it from a defensive standpoint. I didn't realize just how different this was going to be. It's very clear that the, the, the guys are not comfortable in this defense right now because we seem a step slow on everything. And yes, some of that is talent. Some of it is also that guys are just not super confident in what they're supposed to be doing out on the field. Can I push yeah, back on that for a second, though? Because I want to tie that into Ryan Bolt's comment that Rajiv just put up. Uh, defense has zero turnovers in no games. I think that's way more talent than scheme, Justin. I really do. Like, I don't th- I, I don't think we have a disruptive guy on the defensive line. I think that is – it's not scheme, in my opinion. It, and this is, again, not something that surprise, should surprise us. Like, we well, knew this was coming, right? We, we knew yeah. this was coming. I, I don't disagree necessarily with that, that there's not any difference makers on there. I'm saying from the standpoint of we're not seeing guys super assignment sure or being aggressive and flowing to the football right now in the scheme. They're they're talented enough to do that, even if they're not causing havoc. And we're not seeing that right now. Like the, these plays where we're seeing the slot receiver consistently getting five, six yards at a pop, that's because guys are not – clicking mentally with what they need to be doing and attacking they're they're waiting and then basically adjusting to it after it happens and that's something that needs to happen going forward wisconsin needs to get more second nature with what they're doing out on the field i want to go i want to put this one up here this is brian kale says what the heck is up with brain allen seems like chess is rb1 and how is that not a safety the safety is a separate comment but i want to i mean let's look at this right now brain allen had seven carries for 20 yards, seven carries. Chaz had 12, but I mean, I I understand they were throwing balls to him in, in the screen, and we had a lot of disagreements during the game about like what was going on with that and why they were doing that so much. What do you guys think about Braylon Allen? I mean, I, seven carries for our top running back and a guy that we expected to have a huge season. 20 yards against Washington State is simply not acceptable. Uh, Ryan, what are your what do you what's your take on Braylon right now? Listen, this is one that we. I, I'll I'll just speak for myself. I was incredibly wrong on. I mean, we this is a locked on liars take right here. Like locked on liars, blah blah. Like I just I thought he would have a monster game, and I have no idea what happened. It looked like he wasn't running decisively. There were we're used to seeing Braylon Allen in moments just push the 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 hole and mm-hmm. get four or five yards no matter what. And he, on one play, he was running up the back of his blocker in the red zone. We gave him the ball to three yard line and he kind of spun off. Like in, in my head, I'm just like, put your shoulders down and just run through it, dude. You're Braylon Allen, right? You're a locomotive. 
And I think that's why Chess was getting more carries. Like Braylon, for whatever, and maybe he's a little nicked up. I have no idea. But he looked, Land of Lincoln says he looked hesitant. I thought he just looked a little slow. He didn't look decisive. I, I don't know why. I have no idea why, outside of maybe he's dinged up. But I, I thought, thought Chess put foot on the ground and ran harder. I thought the offensive line was just bad in the run blocking in general in this game. And I, I think that if Braylon definitely got less opportunities than I was expecting. But in general, for either guy, I don't think that they're particularly good. Other than Chez had like a, what, a 15-yard carry or something like that that kind of I think 17 was bumped him up. Yeah, which which made him statistically look better than he actually was. They, the offensive line was just bad. They they were terrible in dealing with the run game in this. And that maybe something had to do with, with the quickness of Washington State's defensive line. But that's no excuse. Like you have a bunch of four stars on this offensive line. They need to be better. Like you are there because you have high level athleticism to combat guys who have quickness. Yeah. I mean, I think Alan, for me, it's the number of carries, honestly, the fact that we weren't running it more to him. There was a play in the, I don't know where first half or early third quarter, a shuffle pass that he kind of like, he had an opportunity to break it and he got kind of like an ankle tackle. And that's the kind of play that epitomized to me his like lack of just playing with ferocity. He normally gets that and it just turns it upfield. And he would have found that space and he didn't. And he got tackled by a shoestring tackle at the line. And it really stopped the big play. And some of his uh, catches that he got in the, in the, in the outside, while well, I think, well, I think it's important to get the ball to, in, the, in the hands of your best players, I think that, that he didn't really do that good of a job. He wasn't making anybody miss out there, which the idea is to get the ball to, to him in space to where he can make those misses. His best attribute is going up the middle of that line, finding those quick holes and busting through them. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do that. When you give the guy seven carries, though, I just don't. I that to me, that's just not enough for me. Uh, Commandant had a good clink up here. This team was definitely overhyped. We saw the same problems we have on defense when teams play up tempo. I was just surprised that we look so disorganized on defense. I picked put this up there because I think overall there was a lot of disorganization on defense. To me, it was just way, way too much. And again, we didn't see. We saw tackling get a little bit better. Third quarter, the tackling got better. But, man, I mean, Cam Ward sometimes just looked one way and everybody went one way. Muma got really badly juked out by, by Ward. Um, I think Turner coming in in the second half did have an impact in that third quarter. I think that was one of the reasons that we got a little short up there. I think we saw some good plays by um, Rodas Johnson. But overall, like you said, Ryan, not a lot of organization. And truly just the, the defense did not look – the defense has been dominant at this program for years. And you're not seeing that dominant defense take over a game. Our defense looks like a weak point where normally it's our offense that's the weak point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break there or come back with more comments. Justin, I'm going to turn the, the comment section over to you. Um, we do have to take a quick break for our friends of the show and continue this therapy session. Today's episode is brought to you by our good friends over at Game Time. And we've talked about this. I'm not a planner. Like I have to get tickets for the Ohio State game still. We all do. We're going to that. Uh, the goal is to, to watch a Wisconsin game, which is one loss at that point. And we're going to use game time to get our tickets. Game time is America's number one fastest growing app for tickets for a reason. Flash sales. You don't have to plan months in ahead. Get the best prices, the best tickets, plus pictures of your seats so you know exactly what it looks like. There's a reason people are going to game time and using game time to get tickets to everything from sporting events to concerts, uh, theater and comedy. Game time has all your tickets for all your entertainment options. Um, buy tickets in a matter of seconds, just two clicks, tippity tap, and you're set to go. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Lockdown College for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. 
Again, create an account, redeem code locked on college for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, let's get back to it. Um, Justin, before you throw a comment up here, I do want to really, really quickly say, A, for everyone that was in the playback with us, every game we're going to do a playback. It was a lot of fun. It's an opportunity to watch games live if you can't get to the game with other Badgers. So that's a lot of fun. Rashid did a great job manning that today. And then, gentlemen, we've had, what, two games and five turnovers with no turnovers coming back our way. Like, that's... That needs a change. It's a major major issue. And it's part of... Part of the defense that we're playing is meant to be an aggressive defense that gets turnovers. You're man-to-man with guys who are not – unfortunately, they're, we're, we just don't have the athletes right now. And and that's one of the big points. Somebody was just talking – I just saw a comment down here. I'm going to pull it up here if I can find it. Here it is. Eilers. Good thing Hitchler and Haynes are, can recruit because their coaching needs work. Well, I don't know about the coaching. I think what we're we're struggling with right now is that the room is filled with guys who aren't necessarily a perfect fit for the scheme. And I think next year they're getting a massive influx of talent of guys who are much more capable at covering in this type of situation. Guys who are adept at being man-to-man and being able to play on guys. And we don't really have that. Wisconsin did not recruit to that, and that's part of the problem that we have here. The secondary guys that we brought in really aren't a fit for teams like this. They're not meant to match up against it. They're meant to play zone against it and hopefully get pass rush home before you can find the holes in the zone. And that's what Wisconsin previously did. Now we're doing a little bit more man up and we're getting burned because we don't have the guys in those spots. Alexander Smith was a guy who we loved and he looks really out of his depth right now. I think some of it was just miscommunication too, though. Like there was a couple of plays where we just weren't in position. Like we just let a guy run free. We got um, mixed up on a wheel route with an under route. So I think there's some miscommunication. Um, I still tend to think if you just had one dude up front, if you had like a Van Ginkle or something to like the secondary instantly looks better because they don't have to cover for five seconds. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I continue to think that's the bigger problem is we just don't have a guy that makes life hell for an opposing quarterback without having to blitz. Um, and until we do that, which we're not going to have this year, that, that light is, that's the other thing. This is a problem that's going to persist all year. Mm-hmm. That, that light switch is not suddenly going to come on in that area. So they're going to have to find ways to get pressure in easier ways without compromising the back seven. And until they yep. do that, this is going to be a continued problem. Um, but I, I, I want to point to, um, Eiler's point. I think you made a good job to put this comment up here. More athletes are coming. Mm-hmm. Like they are adding to that war chest for what yeah. it's worth. 100%. And. The one thing I will say, low-key with this one, Devin, we are getting guys in for some of this. We we badly need to get some defensive linemen that are guys that have some twitch and some ability to beat men one-on-one because we don't really have that in that room right now. And it was sorely missed in the first half. What we could have really used in that first half was somebody who was capable of consistently beating somebody one-on-one with their athleticism. We do not have that in that line room right now. We'll get there, though. We'll get yeah. there, right? I mean, and, and it's not a it's not an overnight fix, right? And I think we've got we've got people that can be better than what they they have to be better. We have the players to be better than this. Like, we don't have the players to be excellent up there up, up front seven, but we have the players to be way better than this, and that needs to happen. Yeah, I, I agree with that one hundred percent. This, it, it, listen, I think the biggest takeaway, like I said when we opened the show, this is a, this is a bigger project than what we expected, and I think that that's that's understandable like 
this team, let's put it this way. We weren't going to put a couple band-aids on things and suddenly be able to play with Alabama, Ohio state, and you know, the top teams that are playoff teams. We like there, there's a talent. Yeah. We, we'd like to, but from a talent influx standpoint, there's a significant upgrade in the level of athlete. We need consistently across the board for this team to be able to play and not get stung by one little hiccup. You need to have more athletes so that they can kind of withstand some of those issues. I think we need to own the fact, and, and Box put up a comment here, funny, before the season we thought the secondary was the strong point. We got to own the fact that we did overhype some of these spots. Yeah. Right? We, we were too high yeah. on the safeties. We were too high I'm, on the I'm shocked on the secondary for sure. I yeah. thought they were better than this. And part of, but part they of, are. Alexander Smith should be way better than this. We've seen him be better, be better than this. Like Alexander Smith is not. I just don't know if he's a fit for this scheme. I think that that might be part of our issue. He, he can cover a guy though, right? Like I yeah. think sometimes we're making this too complicated. Like he can, he can do it. He can, if he yeah. can cover, look, it's not just because Leonard's defense was different than Trestle's. It's that the, he's in a one-on-one coverage. And last year he was able to not allow that ball to be thrown that way. And yes, maybe Washington State just took more risks, but um, you know, I mean, we absolutely can be better than that. There's no doubt about it. I have a comment I'd like to throw up here. If I, if there were, I mean, Greg Winscombe says there were a couple of times where Ward missed guys who were wide open. Um, I think overall, every team does that about Mordecai is that he is not hitting guys like we we did push the ball downfield a little more today, and you know, we had a lot of attempts over 20 yards, which I mean, at least in the third quarter, which I think is great. Um, but he's missing some of those guys, like there were times where he's just missing them, and better throws are going to result in better plays. Now, I if you were on the playback, you heard that the last play of the game, the fourth, not the last play of the game, but the fourth down play, um, which was a, which is a deep shot down the right side to Bryson Green. I liked that play. And I know a lot of people did, but I liked it. He was open. He got separation from his receiver and it's Bryson Green. He's a guy, it's not like some freshman out there like playing. This guy has a lot of experience and he absolutely is going to make that play with a better ball. That, that ball was just not good enough. And mm-hmm. I just feel like you need to make those plays. And he had another ball that he missed Bryce Green, where Bryson Green, I think, should have caught the ball. It was over the middle a little bit. But mm-hmm. in the end, I like that play call. I'm fine with that. I know these guys disagree with me, but I, you got to make better better passes. Mordecai has to hit these guys. We have the talent. And he was open. Our guys are getting open. Yeah. The, the interesting thing, really quick on that one, Justin, before I, I'll kick it over to you, is I – in a vacuum regime, I agree with you. I like the idea to go to your big play receiver that you got from Oklahoma State. That's why you got him. That's why you yeah. went out and got Bryson Green. However, given the what we've seen from Tanner Mordecai and deep ball accuracy in that situation, that's where I was kind of like, I just want the first down here. Because we haven't seen him consistently thread that needle yet, right? But and it felt like for that. They were going to stop some of those slant passes. I feel like this was our best chance to actually get open. But you haven't seen That's the action from him down the field, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. But it's – it's listen, it's a tough thing. Like, there's no super easy plays there down by nine with three minutes left that are going to win you the game, right? You're in a tough situation. The goal is to not be in that situation in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my perspective on that, I don't like the play. And the play has nothing to do with who it's to and who's throwing it. It's that the a fade route is just not a high-percentage football play. You have one defender, which is the, the out-of-bounds line, and you have the – the interior guy who's going to basically try to push you towards it. So it, unless it's a perfectly thrown ball, it's going to be a really tough play. I would rather have us working in space over the middle to try and find something in that situation. And it, it bears out like coaches will say that that's the tough play, but sometimes that's what's available. So 
in a realistically, is it is it something? Is it the worst call? No, it's not. The play was there. He the throw wasn't there. Um, exactly. I don't like it because it's just not high percentage in that situation. I want. I would love to see. Should it. be though. He was wide open. It should be. I mean, well, he I, wasn't wide open though. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, that, the coverage was there, but he open. did have a step. He was open. Right. I, mean, I don't know. I hear, look, I, re- I hear your point, though, Rajiv. Like, because like, if he catches that ball, if he catches that ball, we're all like, we're all over the place. Right. Right? Like, oh, yeah. We would love the aggressive but, play, multi it, but it's just yeah. that's a hard one to complete. I um, I, I want to point out too, like, it's really frustrating because we've hyped this up so much. We played a part in this. Uh, other media, sure. had, well, people. Oh, I definitely did. It. And now, what's the reset for Badger fans? Right, like. Next week's Georgia Southern. Nobody's going to give a crap about that game. Let's be honest. Yeah. Whether you beat them by thirty, whatever it is, nobody's going to care. Um, is it Purdue now, at nine. That's our next real game. You is it keep, now the West? You and, keep taking steps. It's the goal. You have to continue to get better on a week to week basis. We want the defense to start turning the corner and start looking like they're at, at least. It, they don't need to be dominant, but they need to be at least solid or good in order for us to kind of be like, okay, this is starting to look like something here and kind of the same thing on offense. We want to start looking like we at least have some bread and butter plays on offense where we're like, this is a play we can go to if we need a play. And I don't think we're there yet. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, look, it's all about the West. now. It's uh, the outlook of the season is do what we have to do in the big 10. Georgia Southern is a warm up game, work on some things, get that done and get it done in, 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 in very convincing fashion. And then the next game is at Purdue. I'll be, I'm going to be there. Uh, it's a night game. I will, I will hopefully be calling in for some perspective from the field uh, right after, right after the game. Hopefully, it's a good victory. But we have to win those games. I mean, now yeah. we've got, we've got games against Purdue. We've got Iowa, Illinois. Like we've got teams that, if we're going to win the West, like this is, we, it's all in front of us. Not this, this game has done nothing to affect us winning the West. So let's just go out there and focus on that. Yes, this is a game we need to learn from. We need to get better. And I, am I more concerned than I was before the season at the end of last week? Absolutely, I am. Heck, heck yeah, I'm very concerned. But we still have the ability to get it done. We still saw some sparks. So I'm still going to stay stay positive. But it's going to be a very difficult season. And, you know, I, we got a lot of tough games now. Looking at what happened today, now all of a sudden the Purdue game gets harder. The Illinois game gets harder. The Iowa game gets harder. The Ohio State gets harder. Every game gets harder because we're not seeing the team that we expected to see. Mm-hmm. And it's sad, and it's not the way you want our season to start, but we've got it. I still believe that this team can do something special. I, I like what I see overall in, in some parts, um, but, man, it's, it's, it's a tough one. Yeah, Purdue is an interesting game because it's yeah. – I think Hudson Carr has more upside than, than Ward does, but I also think that Purdue's defense is actually worse than what – we're going to see what we saw today from Washington State. He has he has he has legit NFL upside. Listen, if he has more upside than Ward, we're gonna lose by 30. Because Ward diced us up today. There, there's a difference between upside and, and okay. consistent level of play. Clear here. He we is cap- he is capable of putting it putting on a great game. We, we it doesn't mean he's consistently Ward. doing it. Yeah. Right. I, I think Card has has legit talent. We have to take him out of that game so that he doesn't play to it. And that's what Wisconsin needs to do. But Purdue's defense isn't good. I would say this too, guys, and I know people look at this like copium. That's fine. Like I'm, I'm generally an optimistic guy in nature. It's my nature. Like at, at the end of the year, if 
you go through this Big Ten West schedule and you win the games that I think you're going to win. Nobody, I'm telling you right now, nobody's going to really look back at Washington State and say a disastrous season if you win the West. They're just not. Like losing on the road, I know it's super easy to be laser focused on it right now. And I understand the point, Rashid, you made it, a couple of people in the chat made it. It's not about losing the game, it's how you looked. I totally get that perspective. But losing, zoom out for a while, look at what's happening in the national landscape. If you lose a road game out of conference early in the season, it really doesn't make a big ripple to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Like it's not that unexpected. And I know we're looking at it like this is a, a disaster. I, I just don't think it is the disaster that people think it is. And that's not me trying to be copium. Like, again, I thought we would lose this game and still win 10 games. All that's on the table. And I'm not that shook from my original projection. The defense is a little worse than I thought it would be. Um, but it's all on the table. It's all there. And it's not a daunting schedule. Like, as bad as we maybe look today, look at what Illinois looked like the other day. Look at what Nebraska's looked like. Look at what Minnesota's looked like. Look at what Northwestern's look like. There's a lot of games on the schedule where teams mm -hmm. have looked pretty bad, and they don't have the talent or the coaching acumen that we have on this roster. So I would maybe put on the Believe with Rajiv shirt today. I can maybe take that mantle and say, gentlemen, it's a long ways to go. Mm -hmm. Its team is going to get better. I firmly believe that. And I think we're okay in the big picture. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, and look, I, I I, love the optimism, right? I, You know me. I'm the Mr. Optimistic guy. I, I feel you. Um, and yeah, you're right. Like 10 and two, a lot of people said, okay, Wazoo and Ohio State, the games we're going to lose. I just feel like games get harder now, right? They're just, it's, mm -hmm. I, that 10 and two doesn't, because I did say before the season started, the difference between 12 and 0 and 8 and 4 is very, very razor thin. And what it's defined by is turnovers. And that's where we are. Five turnovers. And that, that, the turnovers have to stop. I mean, honestly, we will. We'll just be we'll be done if we're going to keep turning the ball over like this. We are done. Yeah, you can't be having more than one one and a half a game on average if you want to be a good football team. You just can't. Like even that's probably high. Your idea is to play a clean game, and right now, I mean, it stinks because in this game, two of them were caused by plays that were completely avoidable, that were were outside of the control of the quarterback because he got completely blindsided twice because his backside was not covered. And if those two are taken away, this game is a completely different game, but it, it happened. I want to finish off this show with some hot take stuff. You guys ready? I'm going to put some of these up and we're just going to hot take this stuff. So you buy or sell it. You guys ready? Yeah. Kevin says RD is horrid. I'm going to sell. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's horrid. Yeah. I'm going to sell horrid. If you said RD is not so good or bad, I probably would have bought it. It was terrible in the first half of this game. It was actually fairly solid in the second half. Thompson had two two sacks in this game, which is impressive for a defensive lineman, which I think that's probably what we would have put him at for the season, to be quite honest. So there there are some hidden pluses and minuses there. The defense isn't going to be – like I, I, I coming into this game, I told Ryan and Rajiv, I'm like, this defense is not going to be great. We'll settle for good if we can get to it. And I think that that's still what we're looking for. We want them to at least be solid and keep us in games. It's impossible to do quick buy or sell with Justin Rashid. Sorry. It's not, it's not possible. It's, it's what I do. Possible. I have right. thoughts. We have a path to six and six. Um, yes. yes. Buy, that, buy that, but it's a very unlikely yeah. path. And I hope it never happens. But is it a path? Sure. Because let me tell you something. We turn the ball over like this every game, and we don't tackle like we did. We absolutely could finish that. I don't think it's going to happen, but there is a path. 
I'm selling. I don't think we have a path to six. I'm sorry. Like again, I think this is an overreaction to. I think this is an overreaction to a bad game on the road. We're not going to go six and six. I'm selling that. Listen, Ryan. There are bad. There are bad hot takes, and then there's hot takes like this. It's not going to happen. You got to read the comment, Justin. You're I don't think it's going to Bears happen. are Bears are also going to beat the Packers tomorrow, as Ryan's. It's, there's a path. Comment. Is there a path? If we play this poorly, there is a path. It's all I'm there saying. is. Yeah, it's we're 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 not we're not. We're, we're we not didn't think we did. Ryan, Ryan, I guarantee after the Washington State game last year, you didn't think there was a path to six and six. Everything would have to go wrong for this team to. I don't six. think there's a path to six and six because again, the other teams on the roster are so bad. They like, are. They just are. When and I, I made the comment and someone said you're comparing us to Northwestern or Illinois. I'm not comparing us to them. I'm saying they are worse than us. Yeah. Like objectively worse. I'm not comparing us to them. I'm saying they Minnesota, are so bad. We're gonna beat those teams. Minnesota and, and Nebraska had a slap fight the other week for 23 combined points. We basically scored that ourselves today. Right, so, I mean. Um, I'm not even going to put this take up there. Let's go this one. Um, Andy Andy Worgen by herself. We win at Purdue and look good doing it. I hope that's a buy. <laughs> I'm a little worried about that. But well, I hope is beaten down, man. It's not. It's just like this is this is tough for me, man. Like this – I do believe and I still believe this – when I say believe about our program and our future and everything we have, yes. But right now, it's this is a tough way to start a season. I do like this, though. I will be there. I hope, Andy, you're right. I want to buy it. I'm going to say hope to buy if that's a thing because I, I want to, but I can't buy it right now. I'm going to buy the offense in that game. Can I sell the defense? <laughs> we, so we win the game basically in a shootout? I, I am buying that we win at Purdue – we look good doing it's the tough part, right? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. That's the hard one. I um, think the offense may be starting to click by that point. but the I'm, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy that one. Um, Kansas Spike says, office, offense lost this game, period. I'm going to – I'm buying so, that. I'm three selling turnovers. that. See, I'm buying it with three turnovers. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm buying it because the defense played as well as it needed to to win the game, especially in the second half, and the offense faltered. So I, I'm going to buy that. I suppose looking back on it a little bit, it's it's a little bit more when you think about the, that the defense, you were defensive the playback, touchdown. Uh, the way you were talking oh. playback about Jack Nelson, I think you, you might want to buy this. Oh, yeah, no, but, yeah I don't mind that. Well, I mean, the first half, the uh, the defense looked bad. They they looked downright bad against the, the first quarter and a half. They started to finally tune it together in the third quarter, but yeah, they were pretty rough. Um, and a bunch of people selling, like, I, I get it. Like, this is not the time for optimism. I understand that. Um, I just, I feel like the path is still there for a decent season. But, guys, yeah. let's wrap up there. Any final comments from either of you that something we didn't talk about, something that's still lingering in your brain for the therapy session? A bunch of comments we didn't get to, by the way. We have over 500 people watching right now, which is incredible. Win, lose, or draw, uh, we really do appreciate the community we're building. And we're here together. Like, Lockdown Badges is kind of its own community. And we rally around the good times and the bad. I, I would say that the therapy, these therapy sessions really are what that is, especially on a day like this. It was like this a lot last year, but keep the faith, right? I mean, we're, we should get a win next week and then we're going to Purdue and that Purdue game will set us off to a, a path of a path to six and six, potentially right in four or a path to maybe a little higher. And, and we'll see how we're playing. Cause listen, that's two weeks away. We basically, we should in a, in a sense of a bye week next week, we should. So it's like, we need to just push through that. And if we can really come out firing at Purdue and get a nice, solid road victory there, it really can kick off our Big Ten season. Let's remember that the Big Ten is still what we're really after. This team will grow during the season. People need to understand that there's a learning curve, and I, I respect the fact that we've had a lot of time to study and do with whatever with this offense and defense. 
it's not the same as live reps against a team that's trying to actively beat you. When you're playing against yourself, it's just not the same thing. Yeah, I would say too. And again, I am not trying to be like everything's fine. This this loss sucks. I'm gonna finish here and go eat a pint of ice cream. I'm serious, like and with beer. Like I <laughs> this 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 blows. Okay, so don't mistake what I'm about to say. But when you look at statistics and, and look at the larger sample size with Fickle and Mongo, and not the one game sample size from today. That's what I would say. Um, Commandant Clink says Ryan didn't play the believe with Rajiv starting the show. Yeah. Shocking. It wasn't, it wasn't the time, Commandant. <laughs> tough, Commandant. It's tough. Uh, Jake Ayanaro, great friend of the show. By the way, Jake has a incredible comedy tour, tour coming up. I'm going to share details of that. He's going to be in Florida for any Badger fans that Jake's awesome, uh, hilarious. And if we could use, if anybody could use some laughs right now, it's Badger fans. So I'm going to throw that out there too so everyone can go see what Jake's up to. Anyway, on Wisconsin. Um, how weird is it that two years in a row, Nakia Watson put the dagger in our hearts? How like, Stop, I can't even. Well, at least he accomplished something in his career, right? Mm. Like, come on, that's ridiculous. But Justin, Rajiv, everyone listening, you guys are amazing. We're gonna be back tomorrow. We'll do stock up, stock down. I have a bunch of good guests coming up this week, mm. y'all. Like, I think John McNamara is coming on. I think uh, somebody from Wisconsin's NIL. Uh, there's a lot coming up, so we're gonna keep coming. The Badgers. The season is not over. Have faith. Um, Believe with Rajiv. Let's That's let's right. keep that going. That's right. Gentlemen, on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. That did not sound convincing. <laughs> <laughs>